dream will rise to the top. Oh yeah. people that oh. needs to be like backstage helping the new guys with stuff like whether it's commentating like helping with that like supporting that kind of thing it does not need to be on tv no definitely hmm. not definitely not we should have a over under in this discussion questions over under how many times he announces where SummerSlam is <laughs> oh, man. oh man well it's the biggest thing with like wwe announcers is they got vince in their ear or somebody in production in their ear like tell them we need to talk about this now plug this talk about this do this do this that was terrible do this do this and like that was like foley's biggest thing when he was doing commentary um and the same thing with taz is like the stress of having somebody constantly in your ear like screaming at you that you like undersold this or didn't talk about this or didn't do that. Whereas like, it seems like dynamite with AEW, it's more fluid and there's not really someone in their ear, like screaming at them when they screw up or, you know, if they forget to plug something or didn't emphasize something else. Yeah. Well, that's Vince being a control freak. Yep. Which I'll be honest is probably why Cole is on SmackDown, because I guarantee you, McAfee does not give a shit about a lot of the stuff Vince is saying in his ear. No, probably <laughs> not. Because the thing with McAfee is Fox paid WWE to have him on there because they wanted a Fox guy. I can almost guarantee that. You're not a Fox wow. guy, though, is he? I think so. His podcast is independent. I know his podcast is independent, but I think he does stuff for Fox outside of that, though. Because doesn't he have... I thought he had a show on Fox. Does he not have the Pat McAfee show? Doesn't he have a show? Or does he not have a show I thought anymore? that I thought the Pat McAfee show is his, his YouTube thing that he does. It's like an independent show. Oh, maybe it is. I still feel like Fox probably paid him to be on there. Yeah. Either way. I'm sure, I'm sure they did. They probably requested to have him on there. Just if they want a more sports feel to the show, yep. Then, like you bring in like a former NFL player uh, as your commentator, then that's going to give you a little more of that feel to it. But that yep. same aspect too is like McAfee has that uh, Mauro Ronaldo energy going on, right? He and does. Like, he seriously does. It's a lot I, of. I think, I think he does a pretty good job at color commentating. Like, I like McAfee. Nice. I mean, all around like McAfee. <laughs> I like him like commentary. Old, I like him wrestling. that kind of old school, like old school feel where you had like the, I mean, he's not technically heel, but he kind of gives you that kind of heel commentary that you'd get from like a Heaton or a Ventura, Les Body Ventura or something. 
Yeah. Like he's not coming at like a serious like commentator. Like he's coming at it as like entertainer. Yep. The Wrestle Getting Podcast is brought to you each and every week by stackofcards.com. Yes, that's stackofcards with a Z.com. The best place for your trading card fix. Whether it's new packs or vintage packs, sports cards or entertainment cards, stackofcards.com has everything you need to feed that trading card addiction. Plus, if you use the code VINTAGE at checkout, you'll save an additional 10% off your order. So pick up your cards today at stackofcards.com. That's stackofcards with a Z.com. I just, I mean, I personally don't feel like they should have that, like, quote-unquote heel slash, like, commentator. I feel like, because I think sometimes it comes off a little unnatural. It needs to be more of, like, you no, like I, your guys you like, and that's what you like. I like I like the heel, like, fucking, they, like, watching. Like, old-school like, heel? <laughs> yes, I'm just talking about now. It seems so, like, it's really forced when they're doing, like, a heel. Like, to me, Corey Graves feels very forced into being a heel commentator. It doesn't feel like it's fluid. It's like, this is how he feels. It feels like he's forced to like certain people. That goes yeah, back to being a control freak. Yeah. Plus, he was never a wrestler, too, so like he doesn't have that same... But, uh, but yeah, the, like, oh, this is about even true, or, like, uh, uh, Heenan, Barbara Brain Heenan, uh, on, like, commentary, Macho Man sometimes, like, it was, it was always great. Jerry King Lawyer, uh, like, at the beginning, that, like, once he just got kind of just silly, silly, but, like, yep. he used to do heel commentary, it's pretty good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I liked him, too. Oh no, Roman Reigns is going to open his mouth. Oh no. Don't let it be true. He's the best storyteller there is, damn it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's a lot better on the mic as a heel than he is as a face. But I, I think a lot of that has to do with Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, Paul Heyman doesn't want to stop talking. Yeah, I know, but like even when Roman talks, I think Paul probably gives him better point. Has given him a lot of pointers to look at that have helped him with it. He just probably like, hey, stay head of the table and not <laughs> me and stay head of the table. You got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my power doesn't go out. That would suck. Freaking lightning and this freaking lightning outside has been ridiculous. And you know what else was you know what else has been ridiculous? All the rain. All the rain. And that you guys are listening to the WrestleGetting podcast with your three hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews, Gary G Money Mon, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. We've been kind of rambling on here for a few minutes talking about this and that. And uh, Carl Garrett probably didn't realize I was recording that whole time. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you're supposed to let I us know before. Yeah, you're supposed to let us know, dude. We got we to gotta cut our promos. Hey, <laughs> how do you want us to cut promos if you just cut in front of us? 
don't know. I thought it'd be something different. Like we were talking about yeah. commentators and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? This would be a good. Let's just let's just put this on here. <laughs> behind, behind the scenes content. Little little behind the scenes, kind of what we do before before we start recording. We literally talk <laughs> for like thirty minutes, <laughs> but we don't talk about anything we're actually going to talk about. I know. <laughs> we always talk about something super random. <laughs> oh, but it's good awesome. shit. It was. It was a good conversation. That's why I made a uh, an executive decision as producer to uh, to go ahead and put that in there. <laughs> Please uh, support the podcast. Uh, maybe one day we can get a studio. Uh, maybe. So we can have like a big circle here before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. And live stream it until October first on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, is that OnlyFans taking down the uh, adult triple X, triple X content. Well, Sunny, I'm sorry. Oh man, Sunny is screwed in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, sorry to go under though. Like I I have a feeling that it's probably gonna go under once they pull all that triple X content down, like people are gonna like bail out on that website like with only, the quickness. I don't actually subscribe to any OnlyFans, but if I did, it would only be the people that were showing puss. Like if you don't show puss, I'm not or dick or something. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> If I want to see your ugly ass, I'm not paying twenty dollars a month to see someone dressed up as Princess Leia unless they're doing something else. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, if I want to see that, there's plenty of cosplayers on Instagram. So. Unless they're getting that fucking yoda dick, you don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, and speaking of yoda dick. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with one D. Uh, Instagram, WrestleGettingPod with two Ds and for the underscore collection. Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod with one D as well. Subscribe to our YouTube at YouTube.com slash for the collection. And go buy some of our shit at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleGettingPodcast. That's WrestleGettingPodcast with two Ds. Because we love the D. All right. <laughs> and you can also go to Redbubble and buy our shit too. And apparently, Chris did and sent me a bunch of stickers, and I appreciate it. <laughs> you don't even want those stickers. <laughs> I wish you want some Power Rangers stickers. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah, I didn't realize. I, was, I forgot to so change the address. <laughs> it's so funny because I've been looking at my emails and they've been sending me emails about it too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That explains why I've been getting the shipping notifications. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right. I was able to change the address for like the last four. Like I realized like six of them were shipped already. Out of the ten that I ordered. So I was like, what the fuck, man? So I'm like, why is this going to Garrett's? I'm like, oh, that's right. Let's tell my wife about it. She's like, why are they going to Garrett's? I was like, well, because... Carl and Garrett have the password so they can buy stuff, you know, at cost off the off the red bubble. And she's like, Oh. I was like, Yeah, and I forgot to change the address back to ours. She's like, Oh, gotcha. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Okay. 
Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So we got a pretty hefty week this week. Um, not only do we have a couple pay-per-views going on, we've got TNA or not TNA impacts emergence. That's happening tonight as we record on Friday. We've got AEW rampage tonight as well with the rumored and much anticipated return to wrestling of CM Punk. Um, so I've got rampage going on in the background so we can keep updated with that as well as stuff happens as we're going through this. Um, we've also got SummerSlam on Saturday and NXT TakeOver 36 on Sunday. It is so weird to say SummerSlam on Saturday and TakeOver on Sunday. WWE just like straight fucking with us here. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get right to it. Let's jump in to the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 945 hulk All right, so last weekend, we had a couple big events going on as well. We had Triple A's Triple Mania, and we had what? New Japan Resurgence going on. So we had some big stuff going out of there. Um, Kenny Omega retained the AAA Mega Championship against Andrade. Uh, there was a bit of a uh, Ric Flair involvement in that match as well with him and uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, Ric Flair chopping Omega and then uh, chopping down Conan, which looked like complete shit. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, did you guys see the clips for those? Yes, I did. Looked amazing. It looked great. It looked. I, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, so. Carl, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I think Rick Flair could take Sweet Charlotte from, uh, from all this. The way he looked, yeah. man, he looked pretty good. Woo! 17 time world heavyweight champion. You no, guys no. must have saw, you guys must have <laughs> saw a completely different clip from what I saw because that looked like shit. <laughs> actually, 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 you know what? Fucking have him beat all this and then take on fucking Kenny Omega. Kenny by God Omega. Let Rick, let Rick Flair let Rick Flair be the belt collector. Twenty five times champion, baby. Oh man, those chops look bad. Like Conan looked bad. I understand. Like Conan's had like hip replacements and shit, so like Conan could barely move to begin with. But him like walking in there and he just like fell over like. It didn't look like he took a chop at all. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. It was great, uh, man. I, the pop was great. The crowd popped huge when uh, Ric Flair got in there and started throwing those chops. Then as soon as um, Andrade and Flair put both of them in the uh, the figure four, like the crowd went nuts for that, too. You know, I mean, it got a reaction from the crowd, and it's what they wanted. But, I mean, I, yeah. Hey, if Ricky, uh-huh. Martin, if Ricky Martin and uh, Doug Gibson can be fucking tag team champions, then fucking Ric Flair can be world champion one last time. Yep. Hey. Yeah, that's true. But Morgan what? Gibson actually looked pretty good in the ring, though, like compared to Ric Flair. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, New Japan resurgence last weekend as well. Tanahashi. 
defeated Lance Archer. Oh, shit. Sorry. Let me rewind. Rewind back to Triple Mania. Deanna Perrazzo uh, captured the Reina de Reina's championship. So the Queen of the Queens championship. Uh, so Re- Deanna Perrazzo was the uh, the AAA women's champion. So congrats to Deanna on that one. Um, New Japan resurgence. Tanahashi defeated Lance Archer for the IWGP US championship. Which kind of amazes me that they would drop the title that quickly. He's only had, what, like two weeks? Something like that, yeah. Oh, here we go. AEW just started. We've got the up next. Yeah, it's the most anticipated it. announcement. So we're going to put a pause on that. We got Jade Cargill taking out. Ooh, Kira Hogan's wrestling tonight. Yep. You know that? She was killing it on Elevation and Dark. So. But why Jade Cargill, man? Put her in there with somebody good. Well, I think that's gonna be the. Uh oh. You gotta put her. Why why they got four people on commentary? Why not? Do they really need Mark Henry, Taz, Excalibur, and Jim Ross on commentary? They They all those names. Show. It's like picture the man back uh, WCW back when NWO, and he had everybody. That was entertaining though. There it is. Fucking fangirl over here. Fucking CM Punk. I was wondering if he could come out to that or not. I think I'm a little behind you on my uh, feed here. It's, it's called the personality, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's here. Here. Oh, baby, everybody's fangirling out right now is me, man. Let me tell you, I am a huge CM Punk fan. One of my top three favorite wrestlers of all time. And to see right him behind the hurricane X-Men. and the Macho Man. Yeah. Not necessarily in that order. Not, a, not, a that, huge of a, not that huge of a CM, CM, CM Punk fan, but uh, I did enjoy his MMA career. <laughs> uh, this is amazing. This you know, he's, you know, he's got goosebumps. Oh yeah, dude, he hasn't moved. He's like just kneeling on the ramp. Yep. Just take it in, man. He's gonna come out and be like, yeah, I signed uh, sign a talent contract. I'm actually gonna be uh, a coach. Uh, there we go, it's clobbering time. <laughs> he's gonna, for Darby, you know for Darby he's, gonna, he's gonna come down to the ring and be like, hey, I've signed a contract to be an announcer. Uh, I'm actually can't wrestle. I'm actually came coach, out. Uh, Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I actually came out to say I'm going to WWE. Be at SummerSlam <laughs> tomorrow night. <laughs> you may be honest with you, though, to be completely fair. I actually would love to see CM Punk versus Darby Allen. I'm not even gonna lie. That'd be awesome. That would be a pretty good match. It would. I mean, they're probably gonna throw, they have to throw on somebody good that, like, if you're gonna have, if you're about CM Punk, you got uh, capitalized. Dude, there uh, are people crying. Wait, dude, crowd. wait, wait till you see him in a second. I'm oh. way ahead of you. The, the stage dive? 
Yep. <laughs> Dude, I have never cried watching a wrestler. Just put that out there. Yes, you have. Carl, you know good and damn well. You cried when... when I was just saying, you know when Sean hit that sweet chin music, you I'm had sorry. a tear running down your eyes. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a lying sack of shit. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> Punk, it's COVID, man. You can't just walk around hugging people. Oh, yeah, you can. It's still, still a pandemic, man. You can't stage dive into people either, man. You just came back. We don't need you to get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> These are his people. This Brock Lesnar guy. Yep. He's got the same damn shirt. Like, this dude must own, like, 20 of these shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy who used to be, like, front row of WWE all the time, remember? Yeah. And that same shirt. <laughs> and that same shirt. Punk looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> yep. He's hugging all of his family. AJ Lee needs to come back. Maybe. I don't know, though. She does a lot of other stuff. I know, but you you can't tell me that it would be a huge shot in the arm for AEW's women's division to get AJ Lee. Oh, 100%. 110%. Freaking amazing. Oh. Of course, sir. He's Boo. with mom. Boo. How dare they? Bastards. Oh, my God. Bastards. That's awesome. Whew. Commercial. All right. So while we're on a commercial break for that, let's get back to this. Uh, New Japan Resurgence, uh, Tanahashi, new U.S. champion, um, defeating Lance Archer. And then the Good Brothers defended the Impact Tag Team Championships, um, which, of course, were successful. Um, then they got confronted by the Gorillas of Destiny. Oh, And then rolled out the ring like bitches. Of course. Because you know they don't want none of the Gorillas of Destiny. Yep. But I, that is uh, one confrontation that I cannot wait to see. Yeah. So, so Chris, I'm, I'm a little shocked that you didn't put this in the notes, and I want to say this now before we get too far. Uh, especially thing as of all the things, I'm probably the least liked of this wrestler, and you didn't say that Zicky Dice signed with Impact. What's going on? Well, I didn't realize. I didn't know Zicky Dice signed with Impact. Holy crap. How do you when did that happen? Know? This happened like a couple days ago. I Why didn't he, know. Yeah, he apparently signed like a multi deal with uh, Impact. You know that I would get in the fucking chat if they fucking saw it. <sighs> oh my yeah, goodness! Shit would have been in the notes if I saw that. I'm surprised you didn't see it. That yeah, is fantastic. We're back, we're back to CM Punk. <sighs> All right. Yes, so Zicky, yes, Zicky Dice did sign with Impact. Impact's about to get outlandish. Hell yeah. Bro, they need to pair up with Johnny Swinger. Impact is 
Remember, like, Jericho <laughs> was on like, Impact, like, going under, but, like, they came back. Like, they bounced back pretty good. I mean, they kind of went yep. a little step back with the Kenny Omega shit, but other yeah. than that, like, they're kind of, like, I actually... Oh, it was every... Impact. Pretty much it's Slammiversary last year is when they kind of kicked off that upswing. Like, even more so than what they what they have been. We got Ziggy Dice. It'll be great. Absolutely. We do if uh, Kevin Thorne comes back uh, versus CM Punk at uh, All Out. Kevin Thorne? (laughs) (laughs) You remember Kevin Thorne? Yeah, Kevin Thorne, the the vampire. <laughs> Apparently the initial the plan was to have Gangrel return, but they couldn't come to a deal oh, with really? Gangrel. Yeah, because they're gonna have a uh, Thorn and Gangrel together with Ariel. Okay. New Brood or something. A new New Brood because the Hardy Boys are the New Brood. I guess the new, yeah. new Brood. The new New Brood. <laughs> So help uh, the guy that don't have cable. So CM Punk, he announced a match yet, or no? Nah, he's um, he's just talking. So I'm pretty sure this is making like uh, really great content for the show. Just you know, everybody sitting here listening to Punk. <laughs> uh, apparently, he signed a a pretty decent deal. Um, yep. so. He said you he's got plenty of time, and he's need, not going anywhere. You know who needs to come down to the ring right now? Tim Tebow. Cole Cabana. Tim Tebow. <laughs> 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 I suck at baseball and football, but then I'm on the wrestle. First match is CM Punk. See who's the straightest head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do drugs. No, I don't do drugs. I haven't been laid. Did we talk about uh, Jerry Lawyer? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, do what you, say what you got to say. I'm just saying. <laughs> I heard it was like one hell of a match. It might go down as like match. Oh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Punk. What he's saying. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about me and Jerry Lawler, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you and Jerry Lawler got drunk in a bar in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> apparently, him and Enzo had a basket match in uh, somewhere in New York, right? Or they did. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Oh, I need to buy that shirt now. Go ahead. Oh, I can't because yeah, I wasn't there. But yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yo, somebody needs to tweet Jeremy Padauer and find out when this punk figure is coming out. 
Oh man. I'm sure he's already been bombarded. Oh man. Okay. This whole this whole episode of Rampage is pretty much is gonna end up being like punk talking. Oh, no doubt. Damn, can't really I can't concentrate on this and then <laughs> rain in the show. So yes, CM Punk is all elite and I could not be happier. Um the amount of matches that we potentially are gonna get from this. So I am excited. Um let's get back to let's get back on track. Uh we'll cover more CM Punk um his return next week because I'm sure he will be on um uh Dynamite, Dynamite Wednesday night as well. So and I'm sure we'll get something lined up for him for all out next weekend also. So awesome. Um, let's get into some NWA news. We have the full card announced for NWA 73. We've got pretty much the full list of participants for NWA in power. Um, Mickey James did announce the rules for the NWA women's invitational cup, uh, which is going to be a 10 woman gauntlet match. Um, so two competitors will begin the match and new competitor will enter every two minutes. Eliminations will happen by pinfall or submission. So your participants in this matchup are Lady Frost, who will come in at number one. Uh, Tootie Lynn, who is an independent standout. Pretty much all these women are pretty much independent standouts, uh, obviously. Uh, Jamie Senegal, Chelsea Green, Debbie Malenko, Bianca Corelli, Genocide, Masha Slamovich, Thunder Kitty, and Kira Hogan will be involved in the uh, Women's Invitational Cup. So. The winner of that will get a shot at the at the Burke, the NWA Women's Championship at the 73rd anniversary show the following night. Uh, there's also a tag team championship tournament. Um, four teams have been announced so far. I'm not sure if this is it or if they'll announce a couple more, but we've got the Hex, which is Allison Kay and Marty Bell. So that should... Uh, Make you guys a little happy there with Allison Kay and Marty Bell. Love me some uh, Marty. Everybody loves Marty Bell and Allison Kay. Pretty, I'm psyched to see those two involved. Um, Hell on Heels, which is Renee Michelle, Drake Maverick's wife, and Sahara Seven. Um, Gary, I think we saw Sahara Seven at that Masters of Ring Entertainment. Uh, who may have? So, I don't like, the name sounds familiar. So, I think she wrestled. Um, Jake the Snake. I just want to uh, mention that I like that I said something about Darby Allen as the first person he name dropped. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> Him and Sting are up in the rafters being freaking weirdos. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Red Velvet so, and. I had a question about the, the women's cup. Yeah. Is it, why are they having a cup if they don't have balls? I don't know. Maybe it's a cup they can pee in. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing that they that Mickey James Mickey James did say about the Invitational Cup is that this will be done annually, and it's going to be like yeah, and an annual Invitational. <laughs> so they're looking to to make the Women's Invitational Cup a, an annual event. So 
I thought it was gonna be not, an anal event. That would have been better. Not not an <laughs> anal event. So <laughs> uh, the tag team, the other two teams in the tag team tournament are Red Velvet and Kylan King, or Keelan King, and the Free Babes, Jazzy Yang, Hollywood Haley J, and the daughter of the late. Terry Bam Bam Gordy, Miranda Gordy. So the three uh, babes, that, c- confirmed, babes. Confirmed CM Punk versus Darby Allen at All Out. Nice. If I wasn't buying the NWA <laughs> pay-per-views, I'd buy the I'd get the AEW pay-per-view. <laughs> I'm probably gonna steal it, so there we go. All right, you can send us that porn link when you find it. <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right. Uh, so that's going to. Oh, NWA. shit. Of course he did. Free ice cream bars for everybody. Yeah, buddy. Uh, okay. Sorry, Sorry, Jack, Punk. He's done. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so NWA Empower will be the 28th, August 28th. Um, NWA 73 is going to be the 29th. The card so far for this. Um, it was also announced that Ric Flair will be appearing in some capacity. We don't know what he's going to be doing yet. Uh, we have the NWA World Heavyweight Championship match. He's Nick gonna, Aldis. He's gonna make. He's gonna make this match a triple threat. Go ahead. Hell yeah. Versus <laughs> Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> uh, NWA National Championship match. Chris Adonis taking on James Storm. That's kind of that sounds exciting. Uh, NWA Tag Team Championship, Aaron Stevens and Kratos versus La Rebellion, uh, which is Mecha Wolf and Bestia 666. Mickey James versus Kylie Ray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. NWA Women's Championship match. It'll be either Camille or Layla Hirsch. Um, will be the winner of the match from NWA Empower, taking on the Invitational winner. Uh, Tom Latimer versus Crimson versus Tim Storm. That's kind of random. Uh, Tyrus, the Mass Man, and Jordan Clearwater versus the Pope, Odison, and Pero. And there will be a 12-man battle royal to determine the NWA national title number one contender. Oh. oh. Sounds like it's going to be a pretty good show. It sounds like it's going to be a really good show. Like, NWA has put on some great pay-per-views last or some, actually, since they've been back. Oh. Whoa, wait a minute. Is that who I thought I just saw? Hold on. Who'd you just see? Okay. I think I just saw that fucking clown. Oh, you talking about um, Frank the Clown? Fucking, um, yeah, he, I'm pretty it? sure he was right next to Noel Noel Foley's boyfriend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was right next to that dude. With that shirt that he wears 20 times. Probably was. He's got a very recognizable face. Apparently, he's a wrestler now. Oh, he wouldn't pay to have a clown. I know, right? Whatever. Um, he can <laughs> last. He can come. He can come and be fake doing the clown. <laughs> yeah. Last little bit we got here. We kind of touched a little bit earlier. Jerry Lawler took on Enzo in a casket match. It's a match nobody really knew they wanted or even asked for, but we're Whatever. glad it happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So this match lasted about seven minutes. Um, Enzo got knocked out. 
uh, by Lawler with the uh, the chain wrapped fist and then put into the casket. Yeah. So Lawler buried Enzo. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Hopefully though, his yeah. career. <laughs> I did quite. I did like Enzo's entrance coming out to uh, Dean Martin's at Tamore. Which is pretty kind of entertaining. Like the few independent matches I've seen, like on YouTube, he's he's starting to come around like a a wrestler. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I'll say he's gotten better. I think he's taken a little bit more seriously than he did in WWE, and I think he realizes that if he wants to get back to that spot, he's got to change his attitude and improve his in ring ability. Um, but he seems to be on the right track so far. All right, so that's um that's pretty much it for in ring news. Uh, figure news got a little couple little tidbits here. Um, the Target Legends Ultimate Ex- Edition exclusives um was revealed that they're going to be released twice a year, so you get two figures a year for that. I uh, don't know how long that's going to last, but we know the first one's going to be Batista. Uh, I'm not sure what the next one is going to be after that. So we'll be seeing Batista here by, I think by Christmas is what they said. Um, and Zombie Sailor Toys has announced King Kong Bundy coming to the retro line. And then um, a new Matt Cardona in his uh, ring attire from his GCW title match against Nick Gage. So hopefully we'll see some uh, bloody variants of those too because... Uh, Cardona went in within went into that match with a white shirt and came out with a red shirt. <laughs> Fucking uh, King Kong Bundy was one of the first wrestler figures I probably owned. Had King Kong Bundy, Hulk Hogan, and Macho Man like the big rubber ones. All oh, the LJNs. I don't know what they. Were. I was fucking a little. Yeah, that's yeah, that was the company. The company was LJN. That's okay. <laughs> they didn't move. They, they didn't, wouldn't like articulate. They're just like this big rubber ass figure. Yeah, and, and you, uh, can, you can knock somebody out with them. <laughs> <laughs> the paint, the paint, heavy as hell. Around the ass and crotch area. So, like, like the paint rub on the crotch and the ass area of your figures, Carl. <laughs> I don't know, man. Put in a lot of playing time. And, uh, <laughs> a lot of playing time, huh? <laughs> By the end of it, Macho Man's like pretty much fucking naked. So it's like he had to go anywhere. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty much it for news. Um, I don't have a lot discussion question. The only thing I got here, I did have one about CM Punk, but like he actually showed up tonight, so we took that off of there. <laughs> um the okay, question I've got: What matchup in AW want to see first? Let's see in Punk. How about that? Well, we already know what we're getting first. <laughs> I mean, we know. I said, what? Well, like, what do you want, want after that? Yeah, what do we want to see first? Because I know uh, him versus Darby Allen is the one you want to see most. At least I hope not. No, it's definitely, definitely not the one I want to see the most. Absolutely not. There's so much talent in that lot that AW's got a lot of talent. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. They have a lot of talent on their roster. I personally would want to see CM Punk versus um, Cody Rhodes. 
No, nah, Ethan Page, honestly. Or even or Scorpio Sky. I think either one of those two would be like a, ph- a phenomenal matchup. You uh, I'll let you go, Carl, and then I, I'll, I'll throw mine out there and see, see what you think. Uh, so, I don't know. Mine might be the same one as yours, Garrett. Is it? You think um, so? I'd like, like to see... Versus Colt Cabana on an electrified cage match? No, uh, <laughs> Hangman Adam Page. That actually isn't mine. You want to know what's oh. funny? I actually was going to say mine's not even because I want to see it because it's a wrestling match. I mean, the wrestling match would be good. But the, the war of words would be even better. Oh, CM man. Punk versus Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yes. The, the Can exact, you imagine the, the like, promos? Oh, my God. It would, it would be so good. Dude, I'm hard thinking about those promos. Come on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yep. The only thing that would scare me, the only thing that would scare me about that is, is like, I think like CM Punk would probably win that. So like, oh, you hurt like undefeated streak. Like, maybe because look how many times, look how many times MJF's gone over Jericho. Which we'll get into that later. <sighs> Piss me off too. Anyways, it's posted. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, oh man! Yeah, I I don't know. Like if you like MJF is on a row, and I like to see him on a row. Like I don't, I don't think you should have him come out and lose to CM Punk. That's it. But we'll see. All right, all right. So the other question I got in here: <clears throat> Will NWA's pay per views next weekend help secure the future of the company and regain their pre COVID momentum? I think so. I think so too. I think so too because I mean they got a pretty good card uh, going, and there's a lot of talent that's been you know released from uh, WWE, and they I mean they are all not going to show up in uh, AEW and Impact. Uh, I think right now, yeah, yep. Or there's a, a spot for NWA, and uh, they've been on uh, a roll here, kind of you know filling that. That void. I mean, of course, during the pandemic, it kind of, you know, faded away a little bit. But I think it's on the right track to come back. I agree. We have I, that. I, I was going to say, I think a couple of these people that are going to be in this battle royal are probably going to be, like, some surprise guys. I think at least one or two. That's that's yeah. what I was going to say. Because you know you're going to have, like, your, your, your recent mainstays in the NWA um, so you'll have like JTG in there, um, Marche Rocket, um, guys like that that have been featured quite a bit on NWA television, but they're going to do something, maybe like three or four guys in there that are going to be someone that you wouldn't expect or it wouldn't even think that was going to show up in an NWA event. Bray Wyatt shows up. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see Bray in NWA. <laughs> As much. I think they should. I think they need to do Bray and uh, Bo as a tag team. I've been mm. thinking it for a while. And have like it pretty cool. You can. Uh, isn't it Dawson? What, you know, you know what they should do? They should have Bo come out there like as the fiend with the mask and he'd be skinny. And they'd be like, I could take you. And then the lights come down and then it's Bray. They're like, oh man, this guy's fatter. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, awesome. Oh shit. Uh, All right. Yeah. So yeah, I think they're on the right path. And with the talent, like we said, the talent that they've got in the locker room right now, and then like the potential for more talent. Because some of these guys, um, like Bronson Reed, Jake Atlas, Mercedes Martinez, like a lot of this talent that is that was just released from NXT was like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Or was it last week? I think it was last week they got released. Mm-hmm. It was two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. But that should that pay-per-view will put them right around that 30-day mark. So any one of them could possibly show up at any of the NWA pay-per-views that weekend. Yep. If I'm at if like the math is right. So even even in that aspect too, like we could still see some of them show up at um AEW's pay-per-view as well. Rick Rick Flair, uh Bray Wyatt, man, look at well, I think Bray Wyatt's Bray Wyatt's got a ninety days, so we're not going to see him for a while. Which the other one? Where, the other thing we've got to Rick mention Flair too is uh, <laughs> I think Rick Flair. Well, Rick Flair ain't got nothing on there now, so if he was at that, eight, that triple A pay per view, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know he was trending uh, about something on a train, like a porn on the train or something over the weekend. <laughs> porn on the train. Yeah, there's something with like a uh, like a porno or something with like some dude and some chick, and the dude kind of looked like Ric Flair. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know, it was trending on Twitter like all weekend. Or last Carl's like, days. Carl's like, uh, let me Google search it real quick and find it. Ric Flair, Otis Rat, Uncas Ric Flair train. <laughs> Like an Amtrak train. <laughs> uh, I got it right here. <laughs> Riding, freight train, fucking. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, let's see. He said, "Where is this thing?" Said that, so apparently uh, the, this picture is saying that it was Ric Flair. Like if you see, like if you can find the picture, like a lot of people are saying that is Ric Flair, but Flair come out and said he did not give <laughs> oral pleasure to any woman on a train. <laughs> At least not, not then. <laughs> he does. He does he's, all his. He's probably done it at some point, but. <laughs> Private jet is more his uh his one. <laughs> no, uh, I think he was in Tampa because uh one of the football podcasts I listened to uh said they seen him at some kind of event in uh, Tampa because they was in uh Tampa for uh the Titans uh Tampa Bay practice and they said Rick Flair was around some event. Ah, uh, makes sense. All right. All right, let's jump in. Let's go bell to bell.
you guys want to do the week or do you want to just jump right into pay-per-views? Let's just jump into the pay-per-views. Let's go in, go in order. Yeah. Well, I mean, going in order technically would be the week leading into the pay-per-views. But... Mm, I meant order of notes. Not order of the notes. <laughs> All right. So we don't need to talk about anything WWE then. Because there really, there wasn't really much worth noting besides um, Dexter having room for pie after eating some cake. <laughs> yep. And 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 Indy proposing. Yes. So that's the uh, probably two of the biggest things that were there. Um, NWA Power was just a look back at the NWA's history at the Chase in St. Louis. Um, Dynamite, eh, there wasn't like a whole lot. Besides the uh, the Bucks versus Jurassic Express wasn't bad. Um, Sting and Darby Allen versus 2.0 was pretty solid. Actually, probably one of the better matches of Dynamite. Um, and I think that was pretty much the big things there. Uh, Rampage. Except for, Jericho, except for Jericho losing. Oh, yeah. Jericho. The fifth labor of Jericho. Uh, the fifth labor of MJF or whatever I, well, well, after the match, you know, you had uh, one of them say, Jericho went through five labors to get to MJF. Uh, no, he went through four, but thanks for letting me know he went through five. Do you lie and say well, shit? JR can't count to begin with, so. I actually think it was Shivani, to be honest. I don't think it was JR. I could be wrong. Nah, it might have been JR. I know he said something about getting through, like, However many, however many number of laborers to get to this point, and whatever. So, but it was I mean, kind of. I, I don't super care that. Well, I mean, I I get why they don't want MJF to lose, and I get it. But yeah, it's just like, the biggest. The biggest thing with this, the whole point of these five labors was for Jericho to get a match with MJF, and that was supposed to happen after going through all five labors. So it should have been Jericho and MJF at All Out, not Jericho and MJF at Dynamite as a fifth labor. It should have yeah, been. They signed a bunch of people of male, you know, together. Yeah. Give those people. Uh, yeah. We should have saw Jericho take on like FTR in a uh, um handicap match. Handicap match. Yeah, that would have worked. Something like that. Or like FTR and Wardlow in a handicap match. Or like FTR and like the whole freaking rest of the Pinnacle minus MJF in a handicap match. Or Jericho versus or, the Pinnacle. Something like that. Handicap match. Yes. <laughs> you know, something to that effect where it would have been more noteworthy than just, hey, let's have Jericho wrestle MJF. Oh. I know my other nerd I was going to say about AEW. Uh, so, so you know how uh, when Kenny Omega comes to the ring, like everybody else holds his titles? Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed in the Young Bucks match, Omega didn't even come out to the match, but Callis no. had the AEW championship like it was his. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, when did Don become the AEW champion? I, I, I didn't sign him for this. <laughs> Kenny Omega was, Omega was taking a dump when it was time to take him out from Gorilla. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> he didn't make it out there in time. 
Who's hollering at some Asian girl behind the thing? Just trying to get Riho back in the States. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, so there's that dynamite. Um, Impact this week, we saw the debut, Impact debut of Melina. She picked up the win over, um, I can't remember who the hell she wrestled. She's from Buffalo, New York, though. Um, Christian returned to the Impact Zone, had a uh, brief uh, battle words, Brian Myers. And the main event, Gallows versus Joe Doring, was actually a really good main event for impact the only thing i'll say is what the fuck was joe doring wearing because he came out wearing like some like cat skin like hat thing and like i don't know what the fuck was going on he looked like a serial killer but, <laughs> but the match overall was really good no so, i'm um, leading into tonight's emergence because they got the uh the tag team uh a fucking like tag team like fatal four way or something or triple threat match for the tag titles tonight. But what is the uh emergent song? Uh Impact Plus. Impact Plus. Yep. Oh man, I could be watching that right now instead of this. Ah, What's well, CM Punk wrestling yeah. tonight? And you miss it. Well, I can watch that too. <laughs> All right. So to since Impact Plus, I gotta watch it on my <laughs> laptop. Yeah. So let's run down um, the results for Emergence since that went on tonight. Uh, we had Steve Macklin defeat P.D. Williams. Uh, Madison Rain making an in-ring return defeated Taylor Wilde, um, which I thought Madison Rain was retired, but I guess she came out of retirement to wrestle Taylor Wilde with no buildup whatsoever. Doesn't everyone retire and then just magically come back and like, no, I yeah, didn't retire, I'm... Okay, I'm not. I'm not complaining because I love Madison Rain, but I mean, really? Um, tag team three-way match for the titles. Good Brothers defeated Violet by Design and Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Uh, Matt Cardona defeated Rohit Raju. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh Alexander retained the X Division title against Jake Something. Uh, number one contenders fatal four-way match for an Impact World title shot. Ace Austin is our new number one contender for the Impact World title. Which I'm kind of actually excited about that one. That should be a solid matchup between um, either Christian Cage or Brian Myers. But Christian were defended and retained against Brian Myers. So we'll see Ace Austin take on Christian. Um, Deanna Perrazzo and Matt Raywalt. Rewalt, Rewalt, the Drama King. <laughs> we'll go that way. Uh, defeated the team of Trey Miguel and Molina. And Decay. Uh, Crazy Steve, Black Taroos, Rosemary, and Havoc defeated the team of Tasha Steele, Savannah Evans, Falaba, and No Way. No Way Jose. Um, and then that's uh, that was Emergent. So, look a pretty decent card for Impact. So, if you guys want to check that out, that's on Impact Plus. Um, I'm sure you can watch that on demand. All right, so let's get into SummerSlam, which will be Saturday night. Uh, so as you are listening to this on Saturday, um, we'll give you our predictions for these matches and then you'll see if we're right when you watch SummerSlam. So Which let's probably, kick it off. What's up? That we probably will be. Right. <laughs> More than likely. All right. So let's kick it off here. United States Championship match. Sheamus defending against Damian Priest. 
Ugh. I have Damian Priest winning this match. Uh, you hear? I'm going to pick Sheamus, even though I feel like he's going to lose. Oh, DP. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> DP? Sheamus and DP? <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going to go with Priest as well. Yeah. Take some DP. I understand. Yeah. Some DP. Some double double penetration. <laughs> I just think, because Priest has been on such a roll since WrestleMania. Um, I know. Just don't so I think, win. Yeah, I think he's going to end up winning over Sheamus. Um, Edge versus Seth Rollins. This match is probably one that I'm looking forward to most on this card. Yeah. I'm going to go with Edge. Getting Rollins with a spear. <laughs> I think Edge needs a win on this one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he does. You, you take an Edge, too? I am. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. <laughs> I'm going with Edge as well So we're all going with Edge on that one uh, Let's see what do we got uh, Smackdown Women's Championship match Still not 100% sure if this is happening um, But I guess apparently it might be But we still don't know uh, Bianca Belair defending against Sasha Banks I have uh, Sasha Banks uh, Winning uh I'm going to stay Bianca retain. Not going to happen, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Big match banks, baby. Come on. But um, Bianca's pretty much beating everybody else on the roster, but I think I think Sasha's going to be the one that uh that keeps that picks the title back. Getting some uh, sweet revenge from WrestleMania. Uh, I can tell by the way this is going, I'm going to be different than all of you guys. Uh, Usos defending against the Mysterios. Does anybody really care? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so I think the I think the Usos win this one. Um. But I think they'll actually wrestle again at the end of the pay-per-view, and I'll explain that later in my prediction for the main event. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, I, I'm picking Usos. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're all going Usos on this one. <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't pick the, the fake son of Ray Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I I'd go fake some like Goldberg, but like, <laughs> speaking of which, Bobby Lashley defending against Goldberg WWE Championship match. I have uh, Goldberg uh, picking up the uh, the win here. Really? <laughs> Goldberg, Goldberg, okay. but but he uh, gets attacked by his son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one beats him down for the title. 
<laughs> his son aligns himself with MVP and Bobby Lashley. Uh, <laughs> Hurt Business 2.0. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> give me Lashley. Uh, I'm taking Lashley as well. I just, no, I'm sure. I just can't pick Goldberg over somebody. Like, Goldberg. Like, if those are maybe like 1997, yes, but today, no. Uh, Raw Women's Championship Triple Threat Match Nikki ASH versus Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Splash yeah. Mountain. Longest line for the wettest ride. Woo! But you know what else turns me on? I need to make a shirt. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Know what else turns me on? Is those redheads. And Becky Lynch makes her return. SummerSlam making this a fatal four way. Taking up <laughs> win with a pinfall over Charlotte. Goodness. Oh. You want me to put Becky Lynch? <laughs> put, put Becky Lynch down for me. <laughs> okay. Damn bold uh, prediction. Bold prediction. Super oh bold. God. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the superhero. Ah, uh, me too. <laughs> I just think that she's gonna retain. Like, I think she's got like a decent title run in her. Uh, see what happens. Uh, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. All right, Carl, go ahead. Give give us your your hot take. Um, My hot take is is that um, the Usos are going to come out and uh, interfere uh, (laughs) the match before the match the bell even rings. They're going to jump John Cena from behind. John Cena says, all right, if we're going to do this, we do it right. And I'll put the tag team titles on the line right now. I got some friends that'll help me out. And uh, music hits. Who comes out? It's fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's Vin Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) With with fucking blonde wigs on. Yeah, that's right. They're going to be called the Hollywood Blonde. And oh pick- my god. <laughs> <laughs> and the team of uh John Cena, The Rock, and Vin Diesel win uh all three titles. Wait, it doesn't it doesn't end there. They'll say uh on Monday Night Raw, they're gonna let you know who the leader of this uh group is gonna be. Uh and when Raw airs, you get the and who is it? Hulk Hogan comes out as the leader of this new group. And he has those three, he has those, uh, three letters on his shirt. S-H-G. Uh, and it stands for the Screen Actors Guild. And that's going to be a new faction in uh, WWE, the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, Hogan, uh, John Cena, Rock, and Vin Diesel. Oh, my God. <laughs> So who do you have winning this match? I have, uh, <laughs> I have John Cena, The Rock, and Vin Diesel. 
Uh, oh, Lord have mercy. But The uh, Rock and Vin Diesel don't like each other. They'll work together for the match. Okay. Right. Because right. The Rock called him a bitch for not doing any of his stunts. <laughs> CM Punk and uh, Hulk Cabana don't like each other, but apparently they're going to be in the same. Maybe they're friends now. Maybe they kissed and made up. <laughs> Who knows? Yep. <laughs> Garrett, who you got for this one? All right, so here's my hot take. Uh, John Cena wins, and that's the end of it. That wasn't really a hot take. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> that, was like, that was a light take. That wasn't even like a piss-warm tank. <laughs> take. <laughs> <laughs> what you say had a 50-50 chance of happening <laughs> oh man I'm taking Roman alright Roman, right, here you want my hot take here's my hot take so Cena wins and then Baron Corbin cashes in the money in the bank briefcase on Cena somehow he's allowed to do it even though it's not his and he wins the title off Cena Baron Corbin new universe champion there you go who the hell has money in the bank? Uh, so it's uh, Big E, but Baron Corbin stole it from him. Oh. You, know, you know, they have to always do that angle every single year where the yeah. person who has the money in the bank briefcase gets it stolen and can't get it back. Yeah, Man, I completely family. forgot. I completely forgot Big E was Mr. Money in the Bank. Yep. Shame on me. <laughs> Which is why I don't see Big E. That's why I could see Cena beating Reigns and Big E cashing it in. But he doesn't yeah. have it right now, so I don't really know how that was going to work. Well, I think even if he still doesn't have the briefcase, like he still recognizes Mr. Money in the Bank. So if he wanted to cash in that opportunity, I think he still could. Yeah. Because I just don't see Big E cashing it in on Roman. No. But I also don't see I don't, Big E cashing it happen. in on Lashley either, so. Oh God, no! That's not gonna happen. No, so hey, but it's not gonna happen at all. On Cena, though. Yes, I think if Cena wins, I'll catch it on Cena. I guess I guess I think on Cena. I think that's the way, but like I think all the way around, it makes sense. Like you know, yeah, you give Roman a loss, but who the fuck cares about losing to John Cena? Nobody. Uh, you get Cena his more championships than Ric Flair. It's gonna put a tear in Carl's eye, and then uh, Big E closes out SummerSlam with a title. Makes everybody happy. Dude, yeah. you do realize Ric Flair is like a fifty-time champion, but is he recognized as a fifty champion? No, no. He's either. recognized by me as fucking fifty. Well, that's you. Yeah. I don't know why they only recognize like pretty much NWA and like WWE and WCW like don't recognize really anything else which is kind of shitty but it's the way it's done that's just the way it is All right, let's get into 
TakeOver. Let's kick it off here. NXT Championship match. Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross. Hmm. Yeah, it's that's all I was gonna say. I'm taking Joe, since Cross has been on Raw pretty frequently and being bitched out to Jeff Hardy. <laughs> We're gonna beat him with a camel clutch. <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. Yeah, I think we're all picking Joe here. Yeah, pretty much. This one should be interesting. Undisputed finale, two out of three falls match, basically three stages of hell. So Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, first fall is a singles match. Second is a street fight. And third, if needed, will be a steel cage. Now, the interesting thing with this is Adam Cole has not re-signed a contract with WWE. So what happens in this matchup? Does Adam Cole win? Here's Kyle O'Reilly win, and Adam Cole goes off into the sunset and shows up on Dynamite Wednesday night. <laughs> oh, he's not going to show up on Dynamite. Uh, Adam Cole is actually going to lose the match. <laughs> uh, it's going to the cage match. Does anybody think it's not going to the cage match? Uh, if you think this isn't going to the third fall in the cage match, you're stupid. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but none of these matches go like two falls. They always go to the third. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Adam Cole does uh, resign with Raw. Uh, he wants to stay in WWE. Um, what's taking him so long is this. Uh, I think he's trying to get uh, his Twitch negotiated in his contract where he can keep. All right, so so here's my hot take. I'm gonna do a Carl hot take here. You ready? All right, so uh, Kyle's gonna win the first fall, and then Adam Cole's gonna win the second fall, but then the third fall, they're both gonna, their both feet are gonna touch the ground at the same time out of the steel cage. So then Regal comes out there and says, "Fuck y'all, y'all gonna get back in this cage." And I'm going to make it a hell in the cell instead. And the hell in the cell ring comes down. And then they're in the hell in the cell. And then Adam Cole still loses. Um, I don't think the Capitol Wrestling Center is big enough for hell in the cell. <laughs> well, they bring it Yeah, old hell in the cell. <laughs> it's going to be the old cage. It's going to be the old WCW cage with the roof on it. <laughs> You got it. <laughs> oh, awesome. I'm taking Kyle O'Reilly for the win on this one. Just, so it just it just makes sense to have O'Reilly pick up the win. Yeah. Uh, NXT Women's Championship match, Raquel Gonzalez defending against Dakota Kai, the captain of Team Kick. Think, uh, so. uh, I'm taking Gonzalez to retain on this one. I think she's going to be a beast with that title for a little while. I want you to give me DK Donkey Kong. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right. Million dollar championship match. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Versus Cameron Grimes. If Grimes loses, Ted DiBiase will become Knight's butler. I'm going to, I'm taking Grimes on this one. Usually in these stipulations, like, usually the, the face wins. So. I'm uh, taking, I'm going to take Cameron Grimes as well. But my hot take is there, there's going to be an, uh, a new number one contender for the million dollar belt. And it's going to be no other than the in ring return of the ringmaster. Steve I thought you were gonna say Mitchell. He's got to get his meat sauce in. <laughs> well, I'm headed to the moon along the camera grass. To the moon. Awesome. All right, and NXT UK Championship, Walter versus Dragonov. You know, to be honest, if you uh, watch NXT the last two weeks, you will know how good Dragonov is now. I I think he's going to dethrone Walter. I do as well. Thank I think you. he's the one. Thank you. And I think that you're actually going to see Walter show up on Raw uh, in a few weeks. Maybe. Maybe. I, know I could also see them doing him and Joe. No. Walter I just don't think they'd use him right on, on the flagship roster. They'll use him right. The flagship roster is getting ready to change a lot. They're gonna they're gonna turn them into the dancing foreigner like they do with all the big guys from foreign countries. Trust me. They're gonna turn them into uh they're gonna turn them into uh Vladimir Kozlov. No. Yep. <laughs> Walter Walter and Walter and Adam Cole is gonna be on uh, gonna be on Raw uh within a few months. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's true because they could definitely use it. Or, I don't know how, how that's going to end up with yeah. them, though. But when it happens, yeah, it could yeah. be bad. <laughs> when it happens, we'll, we'll give you shout outs, Carl. Carl was right. Fucking Walter. Yep. <laughs> Oh, all right. So that's um, that's pretty much it. We don't have anything for Vintage Third on this week. So I don't know how long we were going to run, um, but we will continue uh, next week with our look at um, Shotgun Saturday Night. At least like the first. I think we got what caught a couple more episodes left of them. We just got um, actually this, in the I bar. Think it, I think it's. I think well, I think this one's the last one in the bar because I think the last okay. one's Penn Station, right? What's up? Is Penn Station the last one? I think so. I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah, 
I think it's this one, and then I think because when I was watching this one this week, uh, they were advertising Penn Station next week. So I think the last one is Penn Station. Okay. So yeah, so we got a couple more episodes left of that. So we'll we'll go through that next week. Um, and of course we'll run down results for and give our feedback on SummerSlam, NXT Takeover 36. Uh, so odd being SummerSlam on Saturday and Takeover on a Sunday. Just weird scheduling type of thing. Either way, I will not be watching either of them live. <laughs> uh, I probably will get to see one of them live. I'll make the kids watch SummerSlam. Uh, My daughter will be able watch, to watch if Sasha Banks is wrestling. Either of them. Mm, I got plans. Nope, I have to close this weekend. I what? Have a choice. Yes, I have to close this weekend. Wow. Good times there. One of those days I have to work until 12 a.m. So, yeah. The hell you got to work till 12? Uh, you don't need that bottle. It was messed up. <laughs> all right all right all right so yeah so that's pretty much it let's um give our little plugs and our shout outs here to the four horsemen of wrestling podcast the fig cave with phil gentile who just dropped a new episode um with steve ozer from mattel i'm um, going through the talking some new gen arena and some other cool stuff so definitely check that out that's up on the feeds now uh, of course the running podcast is their latest episode up drops every friday and the call up with a friend kenny just dropped an episode talking to mickey james about the upcoming empower uh pay-per-view so definitely check that out as well that all three great listens um if you're into figure collecting definitely check out the one with uh steve ozer and the fig cave um, lots of great information there about some upcoming products and like what they're planning on doing with some of the rest of the line and potential for more crowdfunding uh, going into next year. And then, of course, um, the call up with Kenny and Mickey James. Lots of good stuff there. They talk a little bit about uh, Mickey's uh, music career, um, what she's hoping for, hoping to get out of the Empower pay per view. Um, lots of cool stuff. So definitely check those out. And running podcast is always entertaining. Make sure you follow them all on their social medias and that you are subscribed to them on whatever app or website you listen to your podcast on. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, theme of the week this week is my pick, and we are picking in honor of the return of the best in the world, CM Punk. It's none other than CM Punk's entrance music I'm not sure which one I want to do yet but it's going to be one of Punk's theme songs so then we call it personality or the kill switch engage one not sure yet <laughs> but it will be one of those yeah what was his uh, theme in where you on um I don't remember off the top of my head yeah I can't remember either yeah, I really, I call it like the tail end of him in Ring of Honor. Um, I don't even remember what his theme, I know 
I don't. Did he have a standalone theme in Impact, or was it was, or was he just like Raven's blanket music? Oh, uh, it's probably Raven's blanket music because I don't even remember him having like like maybe two singles matches in Impact. Because yeah, I think most of it was uh, him and De Niro as a tag team, or like him and Raven, or the three of them wrestling. I do remember seeing one. It was a Raven's um, House of Fun match against Shane Douglas. He got his ass beat. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be it'll be a stand up. Just got to remember what that. So yeah, that's what's up. Pepsi Warrior. Pepsi Warrior. <laughs> uh, the straight edge Pepsi machine. Awesome. Alright, so that's going to do it this week. This is episode 106. We thank you guys for checking us out and spending some time with us here on whatever day it is that you're listening to us. So, hope you enjoy. And that's that's all I got. So on behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Guaranteed Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Paul Crossland. Thank you all for checking out another awesome, amazing, fun edition of the Wrestling Gunner Podcast. We'll chat with you all next week. Later, Marks. I had a really funny joke, but I forgot to write it down. I forget it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Oh, it's okay, Carl. We can't we can't rely on you. <laughs> Stop staring at Sonny's only fans page long enough and might be able to remember these jokes. Yep. <laughs>